0: Yo, what it is, what it do. Back with another episode of the shoot the shit podcast, episode 10. It ain't over until Andy was popping.
1: Uh nothing much, man. It's uh seeing what's up with the end of these conference finals.
0: Yeah, man. It's like LeBron doing what LeBron does. Yeah. That was a got the ball right now. Him one. That's a rap right there. Yeah. All right. I mean, what more can you say, man? You
1: know? Right. Well, you figured, you knew he was going to do his thing. It was a matter of who else would join him, and uh, finally got something from Jeff Green and, <laughs> and George, George Hill. Hill. Uh, I'm like, it wouldn't be a playoff series if Kevin Love didn't get left and didn't have to leave a game due to injury. So, <laughs> although this yeah. ain't his fault though, but uh, it just seemed like it's just bad luck with this too.
0: <laughs> yeah. We we'll talk about uh, some more bad luck, you know, I mean, a little bit later. But um, like it's crazy about this, like when LeBron took a shot, he like fell on his leg, like it was like, oh, he might actually be hurt. <laughs> but he like, yeah, waved it off, but, like nope, and he came down his back-to-back threes, and he just got the end ones, They're putting the wraps on it, man. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Like, regardless of who you think is. You know, top one, top two, top three, it don't matter. Like, just enjoy it, man. Yeah. It's a show.
1: Sure. Yeah, this is this is greatness, man. <laughs>
0: it's
1: going to be like Paul Bunyan stories by the time he finishes, like, years later.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. It's like, I don't know. Um, But it's like, you kind of seen it coming, but like, you just didn't know. The way this series was, was going, man. Yeah. But it pretty much held up true to form, like you know the Cavs role players stepped up at home. Yeah. Boston struggled a little bit early on the road, but sh- I say one thing, man, and it's saying the obvious. Like Boston young players, man. Sheesh.
1: They got they got a nice core. They got a nice young core, man. <laughs> saying that from a division rival, they got a they got a nice young core, and. You know, with them losing their two starters, they got to really realize what they have, you know? Yeah, and they got a lot. <laughs> Heck yeah, they got
0: a lot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, Jalen Brown was going, like, almost shot for shot for LeBron. Terry Roger, like, saying he couldn't miss for a stretch.
1: Yeah.
0: It's like, it's, it's crazy, man. It should be a fun game, game seven, Sunday night. Yeah. Too so much LeBron got in the tank. Yeah, so so looks like that's pretty much settled. Game seven, last night's game with Houston, go to State man. That was pretty much a game everybody was waiting for all series. Yeah, like. What were, your, what were your thoughts on the game last night? Well,
1: a couple things. You know, I don't want to hear any of this. Uh, you know, it gets to be this narrative, at least earlier in the series, where anytime Curry do not play well, he must be hurt or not 100%. But when they win, oh, he's back to full form. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what I'm saying? That gets real old. And um, I think something throughout this series, you know, Chris Paul is one of the best point guards that we probably have seen, you know, in this era. And, you know, he's been he, they've been able, they've been able to put Curry on skates and kind of expose his weakness, which is his defense. He's not a bad defender, but that's probably the weakest aspect of his game.
0: Yeah, and he's the weakest link on the floor. Exactly.
1: The exactly. Yeah. He's been exposed. You know, Mike D'Antoni the offensive genius and, and, and Harden and Chris Paul are like the wizards, uh, the grand wizards running, you know, the diabolical wizards running this scheme. They're like punishing this dude, which is great. It's good matchups. It's good exploitation and matchups. Like, yeah. I mean, you know,
0: like, it was already out there from 2016 because that's what when the Cavs made everyone to get back into it. That's what they were doing. They were pretty much switching. Yeah. LeBron and everything. But yeah, like Mike D'Antoni, like, you know, he... He sees something. He's gonna he's gonna attack him. He's gonna exploit.
1: Yeah, yeah. And see. Everybody kind of was ready to like call it a day after the first game because they you know kind of got blown out. But it was like, nah, he, he stuck to his guns. Like, nah, this this what got us here. This what's gonna win it for us. And sure enough, in the games <laughs> that
0: they won this series, it's because they stuck to their bread and butter. You know, it was it was defense. That's the biggest yeah. thing. Like. Yeah, especially like down the stretch last night, that that small lineup they had. Yeah, City, like stride for stride when they had you know PJ Tucker, pretty much like a six five center. Yeah, you know, protecting the rim, switching, like helping the defense. You know, you know, Eric Gordon finally stepped it up, yeah. played big, and he was like effective on switches too. Especially when he got switched on KD a couple times. Like it, it was it was fun to watch, man. They were physical, they were relentless.
1: Yeah, like it was impressive. Yeah, yeah,
0: and it, like two things, like you know, the the play of the night is when Chris Paul hit that three. They hit <laughs> <and> the hit step <laughs> That was so classic, yo. Like he's such an asshole, man? It was right he, on brand.
1: Yo. He really is. You know what I'm saying? Like over, I didn't really, I didn't really pay attention to it. I guess when he was like younger. Yeah, he, he do it on the low. You know, like like he's not like in his chest, but he does do some stuff on the low where you're like, yeah, he, he, he troll, he trolls a lot. And, um, and he's a, he's a big trash talker, you know, and, you know, you, you know, trash talker or trash actions, you
0: know, through his game. But the, yeah, the shimmy, the shimmy was good. The shimmy was good. But then they like, to your point about him, you know, being kind of like shiesty on the low, you know, like I thought and I saw someone else tweeted like the basketball guys had to step in and, like, quote-unquote, punishable from all the nut shots he did in the past. I mean, <laughs> the hamstring injury he had, man. It yeah. was like, he can't catch a brick, dog. Yeah. yeah. Like Talk the basketball. Because they, uh, they caught Draymond Green in 16 with his nut shot. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they yeah. did. So, you know, they balanced everything up. But it sucked. It wouldn't have It sucked, man. Like, you see in his face. Yeah. knew. Yeah, you knew something was up. Because, like, I
1: remember I was telling somebody at work. You know, you saw him. You saw him hit the ground, and everybody kept moving on the fast break. And he didn't. Some like, you know, obviously something, something happened. But I didn't know what, you know, right yeah. away. But you know, I think um, I think they're smart to hold him out for six because I'm like, you rather have him for the seven. And if you yeah. win, if you win the series, and if you win the series, at least you know. You preserving him for the next round, so, so I, I'll say, you know that, you know you go to the Oracle for Game Six. Chances are you may or may not win that anyway. So if it was going to happen yeah. at a time, it's probably the best time for it to happen.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> the, the, the the funny thing about it, like, they're probably not going to win. Nah, because he's like he's such a like you seen down the stretch, he's such a huge part. Yeah. But the way they've been playing defense, like, that can, that's been carrying over on the road. They've been traveling with that defense yeah. on the road, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. And if Eric Gordon can, you know, have a repeat performance of last night's game, James Harden finally give him something, and then anybody, like, you know, probably unlikely, but like a Gerald Green or uh, maybe they dust off Iso Joe and throw him in a game or something. You never know. But that's kind of what they want to need. They want to need something unexpected, yeah. You know, they kind of pull that out,
1: yeah, yeah. They need a boost because they, like you're saying, you can't always count on it being Tucker or uh, you know, Gordon. So, hey, hey, you never know, you know, crazy, crazier things have happened, and if and if it's in the cards for them to win, then it's gonna happen in some way, um, yeah.
0: yeah this but like, it's. Like it was, you know, quite a few duds early on in the conference finals, but starting to pick up. And yeah,
1: yeah, this is this is what we came to see, you know, some late yeah. game six, game seven action, and um, you know, if they go seven, it'd be just as well, you know, for both of these teams to take it wire to wire because it kind of started out a little slow. Yeah,
0: that, yeah. That and one thing I want to say real quick, you know, touch on that sir. a lot of people, like I've seen a lot of people in. Most of the talking heads and then people kind of just regurgitating what those cats were saying about the frustration with the isolation basketball and stuff like that. But it's the natural progression and everything is going. Like, first of all, like, with the switching, mm-hmm. teams switch constantly. So what you do, you hunt out a mismatch and you exploit that mismatch, with your best offensive player one-on-one right. with the floor spread. So it's a natural progression. It's sort of pick up the spread, pick and roll down to you know the isolation like the the mismatch basketball and what's funny about the complaint about the isolation basketball like this is this like this is the stuff that went on like in the you know quote unquote era everybody loved.
1: Well, I was just about to say that I was just about to say if you think about it, the game ain't really that different. Don't the main difference is probably exchanging threes instead of twos but the concept and the, the, the concept of the bad. ball movement is the same and um in the high scoring and and actually if you think about it the the isos at least when Houston does it the isos set up the pick and roll
0: yeah it set up the kickouts and everything yeah and 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 if you look at it, it's, a, it's a it's a great piece around right ESPN um uh, Kevin Pelton and uh Kevin Horvitz were talking about It was basically talking about how the league kind of changed and shifted. Mm -hmm. You know, with, you know, Dan Tony's, you know, the Phoenix Sun, seven seconds or less squad Mm -hmm. into Golden State. And it touched on, like, how, you know, 90s and early 2000s, how slow the pace was. Like, how basketball kind of from the 80s was more a tempo kind of like slowed down into a more of a slug. You know, Detroit kind of started and everybody else kind of followed suit and just got more and more unbearable to watch.
1: Well, yeah, after
0: the Mark Jackson rule. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it was like, you know, back then, it was the the whole legal defense and pretty much everybody was you know, you know, everybody was on one side of the court and that, you know, do you go one-on-one. Right. So like literally no ball movement, right. And everything was from like the mid-range in. And it was just like kind of walking up, pounding it to the post, which when you think about it, because there were so many great post players, it wasn't an ineffective option. Right. But once those big guys started phased out, you know, Kane, Patrick, going, you know, and they retired, it was you know, it wasn't advantageous to keep playing the same way the teams were. That's why you had those games where, like, if you look back, what was it, 2006 when Detroit and Cleveland played and yeah. um, the Conference Semifinals. The scores was like in the 60s and 70s.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> like, <coughs> awful to watch, man. But like like the whole piece is talk about how the transition and then the biggest thing was like how even though Phoenix played at the fastest pace back then that same 045 Phoenix team would be like 19th and like pace nowadays so like the bottom half of the league right wow. and that shows you how much even much more that everything is, is picked up and with the, with the change in everything the con, the TV contract popularity league is probably at a, at a high right now. It, it all, it all f- falls back and it all comes back to the money and everything. But, yep. uh, wrestling.
1: Well, yeah, it was like even though they were fast paced, it was like more dribble. You know, you figure Nash would do the dribble, dribble, dribble all through the lane, get the penetration, then kick out. Now it's like more ball movement with more passes and yeah. uh, cross court. You know, growing up, the stuff they do now is like unorthodox, like coaches would scream at you for making cross court passes and skip passes that way. But that's like a norm. The, the, you, know, the you know, like Chris Paul being on the opposite baseline, passing it to the other side under the basket. You know, that would, that would drive a coach insane back in the day, but this is like par for the course now. So, you know, the old rules are out the window.
0: Yeah. And then just like it's because like the league is so much more athletic oh, exactly, again, naturally progress and then it's like like the top level of players like it's so it's so deep like the like the the the, the good the very good to great to elite players is like it's so deep there's so much talent up top that like you can kind of play a little bit fast because the talent is there like the skill the skill guys are there like you know like the early 2000s like a team like you, like your Sixers in 2001, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like they, it wouldn't it, it work, it wouldn't work right now. Like, like as well, great as it was, they probably still make the playoffs nowadays, yeah, but because yeah. they had no shooting, well,
1: and on defense, they would have been pulled outside too much with slower guys. You know? Yeah,
0: <laughs> it would pull my right out the paint spot and screen mm-hmm. him to death. Yep, neutralizes him so. um <laughs>
1: Yeah, like you're saying, I mean, each era had guys that were built or made for the roles that you needed, you know, at that time. So back then, you needed a bruiser, you know, somebody that was solely rebound and not score. You know, you didn't have to worry about two way defense. You you had your defensive specialist that would lock down the marquee guy. And, you know, it was that inside out. I always think of like the Lakers with Shaq, like, you know, start, you know, that's how you always did it. You start inside out. You might kick it back and forth a few times, um, and then get your open outside shot or or the big keeps the ball. But now, you know, obviously, like we were saying, ain't too many back to the basket bigs. And um and they're quicker now. You know, they're quicker and slimmer. You know, you look at Embiid, Anthony Davis, yeah, you know, cousins, like these guys. These guys back in the day would be you know size wise would be more of like a 4 or a
0: 3 instead oh, of you know, cuz and be a pretty big man well, they're big but some of the other guys i guess really yeah yeah definitely definitely but it's you know it's like i said you know it's kind of evolution man of things yep. right yep. you got to adjust like if you want to be successful yeah, you know, coaches and franchises you got to be open to the evolution and kind of cater cater to that. All right. Yeah, but you know, but this is kind of like this conference finals is the I guess like the the, the apex of you know all that you know, evolving over the past like ten years, like eight to ten years. Yeah. Like well, at least like three out of four of the teams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean even with that fourth team, the talent ain't there, so in comparison to the other three teams, True. but they essentially play like like the other two teams, like to a lesser extent.
1: Right with right with less personnel. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But it's still is still the same, and effectively that's what kind of gives that best player the best chance of being successful with them. They like always say like he's at his best when he got four shooters around.
1: Right.
0: And when you think about it, if you look at Houston in ninety four ninety five. Mm-hmm. And you look at those Shaq and Kobe teams, early two thousands, it's essentially the same like concept.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Ori and Brian Shaw and Rick Fox and then
0: and Kobe. Yeah, and Houston had Ori and San Caso, Kenny Smith, right. Vernon Maxwell, and then Richie Cla Clyde right. Mario had Mario had, Ellie. <laughs> yeah, they had four shooters, four basically four shooters around with King. All right. That King gave King room to for the work. All right. And they came out and threes, it was lighting them up, especially that eighty five tag.
1: Yeah, that that one hurt. That one hurt for a while, man. I was, I was, I was really wearing my blue, um, you know. And they, and they kind of, kind of rose up quick. So I'm like, wow, they in the finals, and they took them out back to the shed, and that series. Yeah. That was that that one hurt. <laughs> that one hurt for for a little while. It was, um, you know, it, it showed what you need at the time you know what you needed to be versus what they were um and the, you know of course the nick anderson free throws were obviously he got scapegoated that wasn't the only problem but that's always the stuff that stuck out after that first game
0: yeah it is and I,
1: still, I still remember Akeem getting the uh the go ahead tip The
0: tip in yeah man i, remember uh, that, I yeah. still
1: remember it like 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 i just watched it yesterday and that was what 13 uh 20 Twenty something years twenty three years ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, and that's how sometimes that's how things work. Like that one, that one game.
1: Yeah, that changed everything. That first game.
0: Because if you look, look at was it two thousand and nine, where uh, the Lakers in, in Orlando, ironically enough, mm-hmm. where Courtney Lee missed that that tip in, the alley oop tip in, like it would have made that. I think it would have sent the game into overtime. Mm-hmm. And then, like, who knows? Like they, he got that tip, and they pulled that game out. They were competitive the rest of that series. Oh, wow. I think they, they lost in like five games. But that one game pretty much changed the whole, the whole layout of that series. Yeah. So we, yeah. Could, we could be right now talking about Dwight Howard having a ch- having a championship. And, right. Yeah. So it's it's crazy how, in basketball, one play,
1: yeah. one
0: shot. Oh, one game changed not just a series, but like this it it <laughs> it it's wild, man.
1: Well sure. And, and and not to go too far back in the vault, but if you go back to two thousand, if the Blazers don't have that fourth quarter collapse, yep. so many things change, you know, as far as potential dynasties and 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 conversations, you know, the Scotty would have had one, Rashi would have had one, Stoudemire, you know, that whole squad. You know, you never know how things would have gone if um, if it goes a different way.
0: Yeah. Oh shoot. Or you can flip it this way. They might have had one, or Reggie Miller could have had one.
1: That's true. Because he probably would have. They might have uh, had a, a chance against the uh, Pacers. Yeah,
0: you're right. I'm right. That's the, like. That's and the. And like in the narrative with Kobe and Shaq would have completely flipped. They might have eventually won a chip, but that's one less title to their resume, and it just completely changed yep. how we look at it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Kind of like what you just mentioned a little while ago. You know, if Draymond Green doesn't get suspended for that <laughs> for that game six, you know, they probably go on to they probably they might have been a three peat right now, you know, three peat going on to four instead of uh two out yeah. of three. You know?
0: Yeah. And then that's like we could do this all night. <laughs> if we take, take it back to last year. Mm-hmm. Game three, Cleveland and Golden State. Uh-huh. Cleveland was up. Then you know, Golden State made a run. Yeah. KD came down hit that pull up three.
1: Oh yeah, that killed that that was it. Um.
0: Yeah, like that shot rims out or it's even you know a little bit closely defended. You know, like Golden State probably still win, but things things will change. It's like I said, you can go oh. you can pick a series, pick a pick a team, pick a player. And just kind of go down that through that career, yeah. and just pick instances where everything could change and shift.
1: well, well, here's one real relevant, you know, because this this could be talked about during the off season, depending on what happens with his contract. But you know, if Zaza doesn't hurt Kawhi, that that series might have been drastically different. You know, they were up they were up what twenty something points in that game yeah. one. You know,
0: Yeah. Um, and- that's what that's what makes basketball so fun, man. It's entertaining. <laughs> just like what-if scenarios and like these these plays. Like, hey, um, I don't know if you you might you might have seen it that uh, it was something I think Hector had posted about some dude that tweeted out about you know KD and stuff joins, like just like like Larry Bird and Magic Johnson Join in, and. And, like, 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 MJ probably went there. It, it, it was – I'm completely probably butchering it. And I know, like, I was kind of reading the comments, but it was kind of – it was kind of, like, shooting it down or whatever. But I thought, like, it was kind of, like, a pretty apt comparison when you think about it. It's, like basically two of the top three players in the league the mm-hmm. same team. Right. The other top player in the league is kind of off on his own. Right. Uh, but, I mean – different
1: Different era. You know, back then it was, like, the rivalries existed forever. You know, there was no, and you know, and part of this is that whole AAU circuit and different things, but it was like back then, back then it was like the cold war. Like, you know, if you were on one team and somebody on the other, y'all enemies, you know, I, but you
0: know what I'm going I'm to I'm say, it for
1: magic and Isaiah, you know what I'm saying? Like that was a little different, but
0: yeah, got ugly. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, I think some of that is kind of like overstated, though, because with free agency was still kind of a new thing back then. Yeah, so okay. like the freedom of movement wasn't as fluid as it is now. Still mm-hmm. somewhat restricted. So if players had options, opportunities to go where they could either they could a get more money or b win. It might explore those opportunities
1: yeah that's true that's what i'm saying there's a different era though like that that fostered to me that part of is part of what fostered it like exactly. you not going anywhere. Exactly. so so that was those those colors that was all there was
0: and, and i still hold on to it was this i was like i think like a new york new york daily news article or might have been chicago sometimes article about michael jordan i think it was 97. Mm-hmm. Something around time, him angling for a new contract mm. and him threatened to go to the Knicks.
1: Okay, I, I don't remember. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, so it was like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if the opportunity existed and <laughs> players wanted to get, they had had something they actually wanted to wanted to get and obtain, mm. like leverage. Right. They would take advantage of it.
1: Oh sure. No, it makes it makes sense. Mike was all
0: about. He, Mike was all about self. It was all about it was all about winning. it was all about so. So he wanted his money and he wanted to win. So he would have took the natural the, the best route for him to do both.
1: Yeah. And and um and and one thing that probably would contradict the rivalry thing, like even during that New York Chicago rivalry, him and him and Charles Oakley were like tight from back when he was his man. on the Bulls. Yeah. Like that was his main man. But, you know, obviously during game time, it's not like that. But off the court, that's that's that was like one of his aces. So
0: yeah, Patrick Ewan too.
1: Well, oh, yeah, 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 exactly. They would go out to dinner the night before <laughs> yeah. and then play the game, so.
0: Yeah, I remember reading something. It's funny about Patrick Young, Michael Jordan. I remember reading something that when uh, uh, Patrick Young was in high school, he was looking at schools to go to. Mm-hmm. He visited North Carolina when well, Mike was there, so he, he, if it wasn't for John Thompson, he would have went to essentially with North Carolina because that's when he kind of built his relationship relationship with Mike okay. back then. Okay. So, so then I just think about that. They both, both freshmen, in that eighty two championship game. Yeah. Like competing against each other. Like imagine how how history would have completely changed if they both ended up in North Carolina together. All right. Like, like that whole like that's, that's what I'm saying. Like we can we can go back and forth, do this forever. Just like so many things. here, and it's like what's it like the whole sliding door story? Like one door, open, one like if you catch the door before it slides closed, like your whole destiny could change. Moving forward, I might be messing that analogy up, but I mess no. up enough. You get the gist. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing i don't think cause i know you don't keep up with, with, with music as much as you used to not
1: not as much i think i know where you're going with it but yeah not yeah, as much not as much push
0: it and drink thing man like <laughs> this is this is the best thing about this like this generation this time like the technology man things change so fast so
1: well, yeah, I'm, I'm like his thing just came out, and then I was on Twitter earlier, and then I saw the Drake thing pop up, and apparently he already he already responded,
0: uh, responded. Like, I don't want to use you know the term ether, because that's, that's uh-huh. a cliche, overdone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he he got him. He was all he was all for the smoke, man. He okay. He, he was with it. He got him. Like, I'm a Clips fan. I'm a Pushing T fan. Like the album album was super dope. A lot of album. Um terms like you know how you come from like we always you know enter the beef you know the back and forth whatever All right All right. we've been going back and forth for some years he threw a couple head shots at drake on an infrared rocket, mm-hmm. like light, light shots like work yeah that's probably what he made it made his mistake
1: was it was it was it like um was it like subtle um kind of like cold speak or was it direct
0: no it was direct like you, if you know was what it wasn't like subtle, like he didn't like say his name or anything, mm-hmm. but he made the inferences and like it was easy to pick up. And okay. Sit. okay. So it was like it was out there. So now that's why I probably Drake, like, like, okay. I got time, like I'm in album mode. Right. I'm with, I'm with right now. All right. But he came back. Now listen to I to listened to it twice. I like, oh wow. <laughs> okay. And then you know he light skinned dude and he petty. <laughs> like like one of the lines he was saying, um, like I should you know paraphrase, like I should send you the invoice like like for you like selling another twenty basically like, you know selling more records or whatever because I responded back to you. Huh. Yeah, so you know, push T tweet it out, like, you know, send the invoice. <laughs> so Drake, you know, been, you know, as light skinned as he is, on Instagram, showed the copy of the actual invoice <laughs> that he gonna send the good music. <laughs> like in like, the memo was like for like 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 career assistance and like personal personal help something like that like I'm probably messing up so it was like like charge him hundred thousand so it was like I love petty man you know what I mean it's
1: funny it's funny that you mentioned that you know and how we've been talking about this uh, old and new generations of um, of basketball but imagine can you imagine if they had social media back in the days of like BDP versus MC Shan or or you know, some of the old school rap these you know, LL and, and Kumo D. Kumo <laughs> if this was all social
0: media. <laughs> no, like like uh like LL and Ice T and all Right. Man. <laughs> or just imagine with the whole LL cannabis joint, man.
1: Ah, oh, now that, that one um man, that's a whole nother podcast with the whole cannabis thing, man. It was so much yeah. it was so much hype before he came out and the in the rock him references and then it's like you know I still think about it like what if he did hook up with primo instead of clef you know it, it, it I can't really put it all on clef cuz cannabis was kind of like a backpack rapper type you know like he was too he was like too too cerebral for mainstream the miracle, really the miracle, miracle you know
0: all that type stuff man
1: yeah so it's like He could flow, but he was like too, he was like too intrinsic. It was like too esoteric or something, you know what I'm saying? Like, whereas it was dope, but it wasn't mainstream dope. And it was like, people expected him to be like the mainstream dope, but he was like the underground dope. And then he had the Wyclef beats, which were fine for some of them, but had he had like a primo, I can't say people that weren't out yet, like Swiss or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if he had like a primo or, or, or or easy Moby or you know whoever else was popping back then he might have got you yeah. might have got more consideration for like a classic album or something yeah, like, it was a decent album but it was I think it was too much hype for anybody to really live up to because people people rock, they go, they drop the name rock man you can't live up to that you can't live up to that
0: yeah and then like I still remember like this is at temple you know when I my first year at temple that um that Dan Max nori cannabis the mixed tape. the freestyles, yeah, yeah, you know, all going back and forth, yeah, like super classic. A lot of that rhymes ended up on that album, yeah, but it was like so, it was so dope. It was like, like the three hottest dudes in, in the game, yeah, going like going like going back and
1: forth, yeah, I
0: remember was, that one, <laughs> yeah, man. But, sorry, but that's what I said, like, right now, man, so it would to me. You know, I'm still you know into a lot of that stuff. Not everything, but most of it. It was classic, man. It was just it's right up my alley, man.
1: Yeah, I might have to go browse go back and browse it a little bit, um, just to see what it's Because 'Cause I've kind of followed you know, I, I was real into them when it came out with Laura Wallen when he was the clips, but I hadn't really paid too much attention to his solo albums like that to really recognize yeah. a lot of the a lot of the tracks, you know. He could rhyme too, but you know, obviously, after a while, I was kind of like, all right, I get it, you know, because it's you know, that's his theme. His theme is always, you know, the, the trap and then and whatnot. But, um, but yeah, I might casually, you know, just see what was going on. Yeah,
0: but, but yeah, like I said, his album, his album was dope. is only seven tracks, so it's like less than 21 minutes. Oh, okay. so you can breeze through real quick. Okay. Now, did they yeah.
1: consider this to be an EP or an LP? It's an album. It's okay. An album. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, okay. But it's like short, concise, to the point. It's perfect. Okay. You know, okay. i probably I think I listened to it by like because it's so short, I listened to it three times already. So okay. I really got a chance to consume it. Okay. My favorite. Okay. But uh Yeah, so I guess you know it's the holiday weekend, man, you know. Yeah. You got any plans? Um
1: might uh, might be down at Citizens Bank Park tomorrow for some uh, baseball. Uh, um, you know, cool. a family visit. Yeah, and, yeah, and then chilling at home, some gardening, some yard work.
0: Yeah, yeah, we going down to um National Harbor. Okay. Uh, yeah, so. Oh yeah. Cool, cool. But so, like we get. He was able to get a little nice, little, tight little episode in. You know, episode yeah. two,
1: yeah, know that was that was good. And um, this should be something good, you know, obviously Saturday and Sunday. So, um,
0: yeah, we reconvene after that, kind of take everything again because I think the final start on Wednesday or Thursday, regardless, yeah, of about
1: right? Yeah, the fixed dates, probably Thursday, knowing them, yeah,
0: yeah, probably Thursday. So, yeah, we probably by next time get together we probably better digest all these two conference finals how they turned out and probably yeah. The first time. yeah 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 definitely all right man it always has been real all right love talking to you enjoy your weekend man right Talk to right, you later
1: right. yep peace